Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome also to this devotional on Iron Shop on Zion. Because our night was peaceful. Today we continue with our reading from the book of Daniel chapter 8 and chapter 9 from the contemporary English version. In the third year of King Belshazzar of Babylonia, I had a second vision in which I was in Susa, the chief city of Babylonia's Elam's province. I was beside the Hulia River when I looked up and saw a ram standing there with two horns on its head. Both of them were long, but the second one was longer than the first. The ram went charging towards the west, the north, and the south. No other animals were strong enough to oppose him, and nothing could save them from his power. So he did as he pleased and became even more powerful. I kept on watching and saw a goat come from the west and charge across the entire herd, without even touching the ground. Between his eyes was a powerful horn, and with tremendous anger, the goat started towards the ram that I had seen beside the river. The goat was so fierce that its attack broke both horns of the ram, leaving him powerless. Then the goat trampled on the ram, and no one could do anything to help. After this, the goat became even more powerful, but at the peak of its power, its mighty horn was broken, and four other mighty horns took its place, one pointing to the north and, the, and one to the east, one, up, one to the south and one to the west. A little horn came from one of these, and its power reached to the south, east, and even to the Holy Land. It became so strong that it attacked the stars in the sky, which were heaven's army. Then it threw some of them down to the earth and trembled on them. It humiliated heaven's army and dishonored its leader by keeping him from offering the daily sacrifices. In fact, it was so ter terrible that it even disgraced the temple and wiped out true worship. It also did everything else it wanted to do. Then one of the holy angels asked another, When will the daily sacrifices be offered again? What about this horrible rebellion? When will the temple and heaven's army no longer be tra trampled in the dust? The other answered, it will be 2,300 evenings and mornings after the temple is dedicated and is used again. 15. Daniel wrote, I was trying to figure out the meaning of the vision when someone suddenly appeared there beside me and from beside the Hulia River, a voice like that of a human said, Gabriel, help him understand the vision. Gabriel came over, and I fell to the ground in fear. Then he said, You are merely a human, but you need to understand that this vision is about the end of time. While he was speaking, I fell face down in a deep sleep, but he lifted me off my feet and said, Listen, I will tell you what will happen to the end of time. When God has chosen to show his hunger, the two horns of the ram are the kings of Media and Persia, the goat is the kingdom of Greece, and the powerful horn between his eyes is the force of its king. After this horn is broken, four other kingdoms will appear, but they won't be as strong. 
When these rulers have become as evil as possible, their power will hang, and then a king who is dangerous and cannot be trusted will appear. He will gain strength, but none of his own, and he, and he will cause terrible destruction. He will wipe out powerful leaders and God's people as well. His deceitful lies will make him so successful that he would think he is really great. Suddenly, he will kill many people and he will even attack God, the supreme ruler, but God will crush him. 26. This vision about the evenings and mornings is true, but these things won't happen for a long time, But so don't tell it to others. 27. The last verse. After this, I was so worn out. I was so worn out and weak that it was several days before I could get out of bed and go about my duties for the kings. I was disturbed by this vision that made no sense to me. Chapter nine. Daniel wrote. Some years later, Darius the Meder, who was the son of Sassis, had become king of Babylonia. And during this, during his first year as king, I found out from studying the writing of the prophet that the Lord has said to Jeremiah, Jerusalem will lie in ruins for 70 years. Then, to show my sorrow, I went without eating and dressed in sackcloth and sat in ashes. I confessed my sin and earnestly prayed to the Lord my God. Our Lord, you are a great and fearsome God, and you faithfully keep your agreement with those who love and obey you. But we have sinned terribly by rebelling against you and rejecting your laws and teachings. We have ignored the message your servant and prophet spoke to our kings, our leaders, our ancestors, and everyone else. Everything you do is right. Our Lord, be still, but still we suffer public disgrace because we have been unfaithful and have sinned against you. This includes all of us, both far and near, the people of Judah, Jerusalem, and Israel, as well as those you dragged away to foreign lands, and even our kings, our officials, and our ancestors. Lord God, you are merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against you and rejected your teachings that came to us from your servant, the prophet. Everyone in Israel has stubbornly refused to obey your laws, and so those curses written by your servant Moses has fallen upon us. You want us and our leaders that Jerusalem will suffer the worst disaster in human history, and you did exactly as you are threatened. We have not escaped any of the terrible curses written by Moses, and yet we have refused to beg you for mercy and to remind ourselves of how faithful you have always been. And when you finally punished us with this terrible disaster, that was also the right thing. That was also the right thing to do because we deserve it so much. Our Lord God, with your own mighty hand, you rescued us from Egypt and made yourself famous to this very day. But we have sinned terribly. In the past, you, tra- you treated us with such kindness that we now beg you to stop being so terribly angry with Jerusalem. After all. It is your chosen city built on your holy mountain. Even though it has suffered public disgrace because of our sins and those of our ancestors, I am your servant, 
Lord God, I beg you to answer my prayers and bring honor to yourself by having pity on your temple that lies in ruins. Please show mercy to your chosen city, not because we deserve it, but because of your great kindness. Forgive us, hurry and do something, not only for your city and your chosen people, but to bring honor to yourself. 20. I was still confessing my sin and those of all Israel to the Lord my God, and I was praying for the good of his holy mountain. When Gabriel suddenly came flying in at the time of the evening sacrifice, this was the same Gabriel I had seen in my vision. And he explained, Daniel, I am here to help you understand the vision. God thinks highly of you. And at the very moment you started praying, I was sent to give you the answer. God has decided that for 70 weeks, your people and your holy city must suffer at the price of their sins. Then evil will disappear and justice will rule forever. The vision and words of the prophet will come true and a most holy place will be dedicated. You need to realize that from the commands to rebuild Jerusalem until the coming of the chosen leader, it will be seven weeks and another 62 weeks. Streets will be built in Jerusalem and a trench will be dug around the city for protection. But this will be difficult times. At the end of the 62 weeks, the chosen leaders will be killed and left with nothing. A foreign ruler and his army will sweep down like a mighty flood, leaving both the city and the temple to ruins, and war and destruction will continue until the end, just as God has decided. 27. For one week, the foreigners will make a firm agreement with many people, and halfway through this week, it will hand all sacrifices and offerings. Then the horrible things that causes destruction will be put there, and it will stay there until the time God has decided to destroy this one who destroy who destroys. May the Lord bless the reading of His word to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray that the Lord will have mercy on us Every, in any way we might have sinned against his will and his command. The Lord will show mercy and kindness to every one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a beautiful week, people of God, and I'll see us tomorrow by God's grace. Bye for now.